up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing well, Steve. Doing well. Getting ready here for a uh, Monday night football game for the unbeaten Philadelphia Eagles. We'll see if they can keep that going against the Washington Commanders. Yeah, do you think they could uh, lock down Terry McLaurin for me? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, they just put their nickel corner on Avante Maddox on IR for... I think at least four games, but everyone else seems to be healthy. So it's a plan at least. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see. I, I stand to be one of the few with Justin Jefferson. That's going to lose this week. Yeah, man. He had a heck of a game. Yeah. He went off. Um, I'm guessing, uh, you went up against Christian Watson. Um, uh, no, I didn't. Um, I went up against my own team. Um, cream hunt getting two points. Uh, uh, Pitts, uh, McManus didn't do anything. AJ Dillon was actually decent for what he's been doing, uh, periodically, but it was more so, um, Komet and Pollard. Yeah, it's that, not uh, easy. That, uh, did me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we'll see. I got a five point lead right now and it's just McLaurin. So I, that's not out of the realm of possibility. No, um, no, not. It's only happened once this year, but against the Eagles, I think it's possible. So, yeah. We'll uh, we'll see. I have to wait and see. That's where they play the game. Yep, very true, very true. Uh, but hey, we got waivers today. You ready to jump right into them? Yeah, should be some interesting names here. Um, both the running back got a couple, and then the receiver. I think there's quite a few. Yeah, which is good news because we had uh, the cup injury, Jerry Judy, Juju, um, mm. all went down. With uh, uh, I don't think any of them. We have any clarity on cups going to be at least a few weeks. Um, I think Judy said they're looking okay, but still might miss time. And Juju, I believe is a concussion or concussion like symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see Thursday. And he didn't think Juju is actually on Sunday night football. So that's one that's tough. If you're going to rely on, cause only a few other players available there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, starting with the running backs, um, one of the, the top injuries was Leonard Fournette. Um, fortunately for him, they're on a bye this week. Um, yeah. Unfortunately for him, Rashad White looked pretty good. Um, 45% yeah, he's continued roster. to get work. Um, but coming on the bye week, I may not need to spend up too much for him with a lot of league mates maybe just looking at, you know, projected for this week or maybe can't roster a guy um, that is not going to be useful this week with bye weeks. But I think he's definitely worth an ad. Um, probably really has been worth being on a roster, which is why he's almost 50% rostered, but definitely someone I think you want to put on your bench at the very least, but may even be startable in a pinch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Elijah Mitchell, surprise of the week, right? Like came in yeah. and led the backfield and, uh, and carries in San Francisco. That had to be a shocker, right? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about him last week. Definitely someone you want to roster. You know, only had one catch, so his fantasy point-wise probably wasn't looking great. Um, only 9.3 in, in non-PPR, but 18 carries, 89 yards. So, like we said, he's at the very least a handcuff, and they seem to want to use both guys. So I think he may even be in flux consideration for some teams, but you know, a huge injury handcuff that will get the bulk of the work should um, anything happen to McCaffrey. Yeah, it's still rostered in almost 60% of leagues, so he's going to be tough to get your hands on. Um, mm-hmm. But if he's out there, like you said, should be rostered. 
Um, Jalen Warren had himself a, a decent week um, from a fantasy perspective. After this Latavius Murray, his, his week was okay, but he led the backfield uh, mm-hmm. in Denver. Are you interested in either of those two? Yeah, I think they're both, you know, flex options. Probably more you need an injury to kind of shore things up there. Um, you know, given they both are the second back at best. But I mean, with Warren, they clearly want to use him, but while Najee's there, you're not going to get the full work. So he's probably more of an injury on cuff. Whereas with the Denver running backs, they've got three now, so. Murray seems like the guy to play if you're going up against a bad defense like the Las Vegas Raiders this week. Um, but, you know, really holding to see if there's any more clarity with the backfield. But I think both should be rostered, uh, especially in, you know, intermediate to deep leagues. If you're in a shallower league, you may not have just the room for them. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, Warren's a good cuff, obviously. And Murray, <clears throat> not really, because that, that team's just broken but um, yeah yeah i agree with you on that front um pacheco though he is probably a more interesting rostered in 24 percent of leagues um was the lead back didn't get the passing work um but the lead back for for kansas yeah. city pretty good for fantasy I, I gotta assume you're very interested there right yeah i mean it's 18, 16 carries is, it's hard to argue with 82 yards um he did lose a fumble so that brought his total down under seven points unfortunately but Definitely someone I think that's worth using. He's on a high-powered offense. Um, he's got a good matchup from just the stats-wise there with the Chargers defense. They've been getting ran all over. Um, and they have a good stretch toward the end. I mean, Houston, Seattle are both in the playoff schedule there, and they're not the best against the running back. So you could see, you know, eventually maybe he takes over and continues to get this work. And you imagine they're going to start scoring some more touchdowns on the ground. I mean, they throw a lot, but... You imagine he'll get some opportunity near the goal line at some point, but at the very least getting the carries and touches he's getting is, is helpful. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, finally, we got Gus Edwards. Uh, more of an alert. I think he's still uh, – he was out this week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just an alert that he's out there and, and hopefully back soon. We'll see. Yeah, I think <laughs> there's no word this weekend or today, but uh, mid last week they, they said that they expect him to play in week 11, um, not having – a game there this week in week 10. So I think the idea is that they're barring any setbacks. He's expected to play this week. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so let's pivot. We'll pivot over to the the wide receivers here. Um, talk about uh, the first two people, Alan Robinson, Van Jefferson, both on the Rams, uh, both stand to gain from uh, cups absence. Um, both stand to lose from a continued Stafford <laughs> absence. Um, uh, Robinson, uh, definitely tough up there, rostering 62% of leagues. Van Jefferson down at seven. Um, interested in one over the other, not trusting either until Stafford gets back. What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think they're both worth rostering since it seems like Cup's going to miss multiple weeks. Um, and, and Stafford, I would imagine, you know, should be back in the next week or two. Um, probably not thrilled to play either when they have the backup quarterback in there, but yeah, I think they're definitely worth rostering if they're going to get a bigger, you know, share of the pie there. Van Jefferson's always been using that offense when healthy, and Robinson's been up and down this year, but we've seen flashes that he can do. So I think they're both worth adding. Um, maybe a few other guys on here that I think I'd m- rather take a shot on, uh, you know, but I think definitely are rosterable for sure. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, rosterable, not starting them without Stafford. Um, <clears throat> you know, maybe, maybe Robertson gets like hyper targeted or something by, you know, the backup, but I'd rather have Stafford. Maybe, you know, with Cup out, they push Stafford to return earlier than what you're expected. I don't know what the timeline was, but I think that's a possibility. Um, but you mentioned people that you'd be more interested in. Uh, who would that be? Yeah, I think two guys here that are, you know, there's potential league winners if you can pick them up um, are guys like Christian Watson and Kadosh Tony. Uh, young guys that you're waiting for the breakout. And if you're going to get, you know, potential wide receiver one numbers down the stretch, which they both flashed here this week, um, you know, that's really the gamble I'd want to take. Obviously, they're neither by any means guaranteed. Watson only 9% rostered, uh, Tony 51% rostered, but. Injuries in both receiving corps uh, really allow these guys to have an opportunity to be number ones on their teams and to really benefit from having two, you know, Hall of Fame quarterbacks there in Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, the opportunities there, we'll say. Um, you know, obviously, Tony Tan has done anything all year. He hasn't been playing all year. So, you know, we'll mm. see. Um, Watson has been playing a lot, hasn't been doing anything. So we'll see. Like you said, young players, yeah. second half of the year, kind of breakout, good situation with the injuries. Yeah. I mean, we'll see with Juju. You know, his injury might be a one game thing. Um, but the opportunity is definitely there. Um, pivoting the two more, Wondell Robinson and Slayton. Um, mm. Slayton had himself a pretty good week, I believe. Um, Makes it, what, two weeks in a row? Two out of three? Yeah, 17 points this week. Um, hit the bye week. And then, but yeah, I mean, 13 and nine the two weeks prior to the bye. So, you know, three straight games he's been scored nine points or more. Yeah, pretty solid. Um, so are you favoring Slayton over Wandale at this point? Uh, I mean, he's getting the work, right? So he, he, it's hard to not take him, but I just think there's more upside with Wondell Robinson, and, and they're clearly still working him in. I mean, surprised this week he only had three opportunities, a carry and two targets, but I feel like I expect him to get, you know, be the potential Christian Watson type guy down the stretch here. Um, it, it just, the way that we got to where we are, like, I feel like they tried to have any other player but Darius Layton utilized and worked in and he was the one that ended up showing what he can do and, and obviously produced for them this week but I just feel like if they can they would prefer to get some of these other guys that they're more invested in use so I probably would take more shot on Robinson um, if you need like a spot start maybe a bye week you could plug in Slayton but I think they both have just as big a chance of having a game and hey, what about uh Harris Campbell, because he had two games had that were good, one, yeah. and then he kind of disappeared, but you had Sam Ellinger in there and whatnot, and now yeah. Ryan's back. He had another good week, so are you interested? Can you start him if Ryan continues to be the Man, starter? I I don't know. I It's so weird. You know, he's how many years in the league now? Never really done anything, but now stepping up, now playing well, especially with Matt Ryan, three straight Matt Ryan games. Um, they do have the Eagles coming up next, so it's a tough matchup from a receiver standpoint on the road. Then they do have Pittsburgh after that. Um, you know, a few decent matchups battered throughout as well. So doable. Does have a bye week coming up as well. So you, you know, you have a few weeks, uh, week fourteen bye. So I may not help you if you have a week fourteen playoff, but I think, you know, he's worth adding. I probably would take a shot on Watson, Tony, 
Robinson all over him. Um, both Robinsons even then. And then even guys maybe like uh, Peoples-Jones, Nico Collins, I had decent games. Um, I probably would he'd probably be in that in that tier there, the Peoples-Jones, Collins um, tier of guys. Which is funny because I say, I think the same way, um, and I agree. But it is, in, it is interesting that because he's been in the league for so long and hasn't done anything, he gets the, the discount, despite the fact that he's had more blow-up games than Watson and, and Tony combined this year. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, absolutely. But you discount him, but you know, you've been through the ringer for him for whatever, four or five mm-hmm. years, however long it's been. So it's interesting yeah. how that uh, plays out. Waiting for clock to strike, make, strike yeah. midnight for him, right? Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, three other people here. We got Will. Um, we got Peoples-Jones. We got Nico Collins. And we got Westbrook out there in Tennessee. Um, any either of those interest you at all? Um, um, probably people's Jones more than anything with the yeah. offense. I think that's going to get better. Same. Um, passing game just doesn't seem to really be there a ton for Houston and for Tennessee. So uh, you know, not thrilled for either of those guys. I think I read that guys come back too with um, what's his name for Tennessee, uh, the rookie. Oh, Burks. Be back. Traylon Burks is back, so you know he'll probably eat into Westbrook and. So Brandon Cooks there in Houston. Yeah, I had read that. Uh, I think up until last week, Westbrook had 15 targets all year um, combined. So that, you know we're on week. That was week 10. So yeah, that's like one and a half a game or something. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think you want to be relying on that any. Um, no, yeah, I'm with all. you. People's Jones would be nice. Yeah, and then the idea from what I hear is that Watson is eligible to practice this week for Cleveland, so could start getting maybe you know him involved. Um, and then, you know, obviously we're going to be looking at week 13 until he can play with the bye week. But, um, no, interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we got some tight ends here. Uh, Zach Ertz, season-ending uh, knee injury. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe career-ending? Maybe? I mean, he was kind of on the, the, I mean, the, uh, the he, wrong side already, right? Yeah, and he played well this year. I think a lot of people were writing him off. He did, but yeah. He did have a good year, but yeah, I mean, injury-wise, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's later in the year. He's older, you know. We'll see. But anyway, uh, for this year, um, got some options here. Uh, I'll start with the toughest because he's getting harder to grab. Cole Komet had himself another day, uh, 59% rostered. Uh, got Atlanta. Uh, is he your top top choice? I assume. Uh, I think so. Foster Moreau is interesting too. With Wix Waller is out for what four weeks with the um yeah the three stint. to four. So yeah, yeah. he clearly is being used, and he had a good game as well. So I feel like mm, I mean you got to take a shot on Komet. I think if you need tight end, uh, just because of how good we see Fields playing. Um, but I think him and Moreau are the two. I mean, Komet's one of those guys that maybe can kind of end on fire here with two big weeks in a row and, and even a you know, decent week the week before. So I think it's probably him with the matchup, but he does have a bye coming up. I think it's him and, and Moreau for me. Yeah, I was, Moreau was my other call out. We got Hayden Hurst listed here, um, Trey McBride, obviously being the, the beneficiary of Ertz, uh, Ertz going down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Morneau, he's in a he's in a real good spot. Um, lucky for us <laughs> in our Dynasty League. Um, yeah, we need him. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I, you know, we could talk about this live on air, but this would uh, this would kill our uh, potential trade for a likely, right? Like we really wouldn't need him. Yeah, I mean, unless you're thinking, unless he's gone long term, Andrews all, yeah, all, all year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely is a, a fill in you may need if 
if Andrews is, is going to be out another week. But even so, you may be looking to start two tight ends with um, with our potential injury there to Cooper <laughs> Cup. Yeah, that's very true, unfortunately. It's basically Latavius Murray or Foster Moreau at this point for our last um, flex spot. Yeah, very true. Very true. I'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, yeah, I think we're aligned on the uh, the tight ends here. Let's, mm-hmm. let's take a look at the streaming side of things. Yeah, definitely not this, a great week for streaming. Yeah, I, I think we've, I feel like we've said that a few times in a row now. Yeah, I opened the, the doc and I looked at it. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to make a decision. I don't want to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> this is gross. Um, so we have uh, Mariota versus Chicago. Zach Wilson at New England. Heineke at Houston. Uh, Goff at the uh, New York Giants. And Davis Mills. Versus Washington. Yeah, you're looking at all guys that are ideally well out of your QB1 range. So these are guys that you're mulling over and like a super flex is your second quarterback. Uh, if you don't have two guys ahead of them. But yeah, you're, you're not thrilled to play any of them. I think it's probably Mariota for me. Maybe you can take a shot on Wilson with a hot offense. But in New England, I, you know, you never really want to go up against Bill Belichick. Uh, so I think it's Mariota against what is, you know, not a great defense there in Chicago. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably it for me. Uh, I would, I would counter that. I'd probably do Heineke over Zach Wilson. Um, just cause I don't trust Zach Wilson in new England at all. Um, and I, I might, I'd probably do golf over both of them, but, uh, yeah, it's probably Mariota for me. It's very, uh, very nasty, that's for sure. Um, yeah, you do also want to note with Heineke that, that the Carson Wentz um, eligibility to come off the IR is conveniently here this this week coming up for Houston. So, oh yeah, they got may the, have the uh, you know competition there. We'll see if they want to play him or not. Yeah, I forgot about that. Good call. Uh, so, looking at defenses, our streamers here, we have the Bengals at Pittsburgh, the Broncos. Versus Vegas, the Commanders at Houston, and the Rams at New Orleans. Who do you want? Yeah, and and, and on the flip side here, I think it's a good week for streaming yep, defenses. Agreed. I mean, the Rams, I think, were kind of a little a blip in the radar of them being available. They're back up to 56% with a matchup against New Orleans. I think they'll jump right back in that are you know, primarily owned and, and probably will be the rest of the year. But a little wary with not having the offense behind them. So that could be an interesting um Interesting option, but two things, two that I think are really good this week: Bengals at Pittsburgh, and then uh, Washington against Houston. Very low ownership, but you have, uh, I believe, the opportunity for Chase Young coming back, uh, and a defense that's actually played well the last few weeks. So, I think you know if you can't get the Bengals, then Commanders are the you know, next best option for me. Yeah, and you know even Broncos against the Vegas team that just looks bad um, mm-hmm. is interesting. I would probably go uh, Bengals coming off the bye week. Um, you know at Pittsburgh who hasn't looked great. I think the bye is really what you know puts me over for the Bengals. So I'll uh, I'll lean on them. So yeah, good week for Absolutely. defenses, bad week for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, yeah, that's gonna uh, wrap up the waiver show here. Um, we got a start sit show on Thursday, uh, so sit tight, tune in then, get some questions answered on that front, and until then, folks, trust your board. <laughs>